You're listening to the Stellar Life Project podcast, the podcast for modern leaders who are tired of hustle culture and ready to invite more ease into their lives. I'm your host, Deborah Stellingworth. I'm a master teacher and coach, and I'm obsessed with helping you avoid burnout, create a sustainable lifestyle, and still enjoy optimal success on your terms in your career or business. You'll hear inspiring stories of possibility from my guests, and you'll get empowering strategies from me to support you in creating and living your own stellar life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am trying something a little different today. As you can see, if you're watching this on video, I am recording outside. It is the final week of August. I am house-sitting at my sister's place in Langley. It's a little quieter here than in downtown Vancouver where I live, so I thought I would see if I could record outside and, and see what happens. So if you hear any dog noises or um, birds or squirrels or anything, that's why. It's not a soundtrack. It's a reality. Anyway, so today I want to talk to you about a word that is is problematic for some of us. Um, And it's the word manifesting. If uh, you know what I mean, that that word manifest can stir up all kinds of stuff for us because it implies a kind of magical thinking. Well, Not that it implies that, actually, it doesn't imply that. There are a lot of connotations around the word manifest um, that have caused it to become burdened with all sorts of connotations that involve various versions of magical thinking while lounging around on the sofa watching Netflix. Um, Now, I admit that even though I believe in the magic power of words to change how we experience reality, I'm not a huge fan of the way the word is bandied about these days as though there is some sort of magical quality to it that only the very enlightened can access. When I see posts that promise five foolproof methods to manifest anything you desire, my inner skeptic raises an eyebrow and purses her lips. If you're watching the video, it looks something like this. And, uh, you know, maybe it's the same for you. Maybe your skeptic rises up because you've tried this manifesting thing and, you know, you sat there with your meditation and you just like imagined really hard making something true. Actually, what comes to mind as I, as I said that was when I used to sit in my bedroom as an eight-year-old, I had this beautiful bedroom. My mom helped me uh, decorate. I had to say it. It was really great. It was bright pink walls and purple curtains on a purple bedspread. It was the 70s, people. That was totally on trend. It was great. I loved my bedroom as a child. Side note. Anyways, I would sit in that room and anything seemed possible. I believed that I could do anything to the point where I actually sat there thinking if I wished hard enough and I spun my ponytail in just the right way. Those of you who are watching the video, just uh, for those of you who are just listening, you'll see on the video, I just spun my head because I was trying to spin my ponytail. If I could just spin my ponytail in the right way, that I could create magic. Or if I blinked in just the right way. So there's a show called I Dream of Genie, and then another show called Bewitched. And both of those shows were um, on replay when I was a child already, but they were pretty prominent. And I saw them quite often and that really sparked my imagination. And I believed if that I just thought hard enough, I just believed hard enough, I could make it happen. 
Now, obviously, I was never going to make myself become a witch or a genie. Well, actually, on another note, in a future podcast, we're going to talk about witches. Anyway, so, you know, I no, no amount of wishing was going to make that true. Because I actually, there was nothing I could actually do and take action on that was going to make it happen. But that brings me to today's topic, which is the word manifest. And I want to take a little bit of time to demystify the word manifest for my listeners who might have a problem with it. Because a lot of my listeners, like me, come from a professional background, really grounded. And when you entered into entrepreneurship, you discovered either to your dismay or to your astonishment that the entrepreneur's journey is a spiritual journey. It's a time of getting to know yourself. And by spiritual journey, I don't mean anything religious. I just mean like an inner journey of you and your spirit, mind, body, and spirit. You really get to know yourself. You really get to um, discover what you're capable of, and also discover all kinds of limiting beliefs and hidden narratives and thoughts that are playing in the background for you that can get in your way when you're trying to do something new and amazing and bigger than you've ever done before. So it's important that we take this time for those of us who are skeptical because of the the way we've come into uh, entrepreneurship to just demystify that word manifest that you'll hear a lot in the entrepreneurial space, especially if you're listening to coaches, there are manifestation coaches and there are people who that's their focus is they will teach you how to manifest, which sort of part of me just calls bullshit on that because it sounds like it's, I'm going to teach you how to create magic. And yet I know that it's true because in some ways, I guess that's what I do as a coach. I help people manifest their dreams and there's nothing mysteriously magical about it. It's actually very, very grounded and practical. So let's look at that. Let's start with looking at the origin of the word manifest. It has its roots in the Latin word manifestare. It to manifestar is to discover, to disclose, or even betray, which is interesting. We won't go down that path today, but when you discover, disclose, or betray something, that's the root of our modern term, um, to manifest. But the modern form of the verb to manifest means to display or show, here's the catch, by one's acts or appearance or to demonstrate. Now, a late 14th century definition of the adjective form describes something that is clearly revealed to the eye, evident and palpable. And I think that we, I have a, well, I have a theory here. I have a theory about why the word manifest gets a bad rap these days. Some people are relying on the adjective form of the verb. Oh, sorry, not the verb. The adjective form of the verb. That didn't make any sense. Some people are relying on that adjective definition, which doesn't require any action. So let me repeat what the the adjective version is. The adjective version of or definition of manifest is clearly revealed to the eye evident or palpable. And I think some people think that the idea of manifesting is just like imagining something. And that's part of it, but it goes so much further than imagining into actual creation. You've got to do the work, spoiler alert. And so what happens when we rely on this idea of the results without focusing on what needs to happen in order for the results to occur, then we can get skeptical about this idea of manifesting 
And it sounds like a bunch of people sitting around in a circle, uh, you know, singing Kumbaya and imagining their dreams and then, you know, magical thinking like I did when I was eight years old in my bedroom, thinking that I could become a witch or a genie by just doing the right moves with my hair or my nose to, to make myself magical. Now, it's so much more than that. And the key here is to focus on the verb to manifest. And to manifest, the verb actually is to display something by your actions. So to make manifest, to make real by your actions. Now, what this means is that you must act in order to get the results. In order to manifest whatever it is you're wanting to make real and make palpable. And before you act, there is a value in asking yourself some questions about what you want to manifest, why you want that thing, and what you're willing to do to make it happen. Now, if you've been around the Stellar Life Project for a while, you'll have heard me say successful people tell themselves stories about how things are going to go. I still stand by that statement. There's a ton of research summed up in Charles Duhigg's book, Smarter, Faster, Better, that demonstrates the kinds of results possible when you tell yourself stories of how you want things to go, how you expect things to go. And the key is to make sure that there's action in your storytelling, not just results. So. I could sit here and say, I want a million dollar business. I want a million dollar business. I'm imagining myself with a million dollar business. And then I turn on Netflix or I scroll Insta, Instagram or um, I make some microwave popcorn. You know, and I do everything except an action that's going to move me towards the reality of having a million dollar business become the reality. So that was a weird sentence. Sorry about that. You can tell that I'm not scripted. I'm just telling you what I think. So that took me off topic. So let me get back to what I was saying. So the important thing is that we tell stories that include the action in the goal and that that is the way that we will manifest or make real and palpable the outcome you desire. Stories that focus on the results with no attention to the action that you will take are fantasies. We want goals, stories that take into account the actions that you will take to get the results you want and really clearly defined results. Those are goals and we can manifest goals. We can't manifest fantasies. Me being a genie or a witch was a fantasy. Me growing a million dollar business is a goal. It doesn't have to be a fantasy, but it remains in the realm of fantasy if we don't set specific action steps. So now we come to the part where I'm going to offer you five steps to manifesting your dreams. Now these steps are not based on magical thinking and each one requires your participation and you taking ownership of what you want to accomplish. If you're up for that, then let's go forward. If not, you can stop this recording right now. Okay, so if you're still here, I'm guessing it means you are up for taking the steps that are going to help you actually to manifest or make real whatever it is you're desiring. So the first step is to decide what you want. What do you want that you, you want it so badly that you will do anything to make it happen? That's the kind of desire you're going to need in order to actually manifest. So I want to encourage you here. Dream big. 
allow yourself to want it. I hear so many people say they don't know what they want. And what they're really saying is, I'm afraid to really want anything because I might get disappointed. Well, guess what? No one ever died of disappointment. And that's a flippant comment, I get it, because I used to feel the same way. If I allowed myself to want it, then maybe I'll get disappointed. And, you know, we are programmed uh, in our families, in our culture to avoid disappointment. I remember when I left real estate to become a coach and my sister, bless her heart, my youngest sister said, maybe you want to just like keep your real estate license just in case, like, you know, to be safe. And I knew I wanted to be a coach, be a professional coach so badly that I was willing to burn the bridge behind me. And the bridge was my real estate practice, right? And, or the ship, right? There's the story. If you go, if you want to take the island, burn the ships. And so I knew in order for me to be able to grow a successful coaching practice, I had to burn the bridge or the burn the boat rather mixing my, mixing my metaphors today, this fresh air. I had to burn the boat that was real estate that could be some stability for me while I was building my practice. Because in order to really go all in, I had to be all in. The other thing that people are often saying when they say that they don't know what they want is that I'm afraid I might have to give something up in order to get what I want. Now this may be true because every yes is a no to something else. I gave up my real estate business. It was successful. I was I had built a, quite a good database of clients and I was well respected in the industry and I gave that up to start over again. So every yes is a no to something else. And when we are wanting to do it all, we don't necessarily do anything well because we're not all in. I see it too often actually. And this is a this is a, an opinion that may be unpopular, but I see it too often in real estate professions who professionals who don't give up their other job. They tend to not do either job well. And so if you want to, whatever it is. Now, now, that being said, sometimes your job is what you need, like your job if someone pays you a salary, is what you need to invest in your future business, invest in your future career. So I'm not saying it's right for everybody to quit their job, but at some point we have to decide who are we going to serve? You can't serve two masters, they say, and where are you going to be all in? Because you won't get the kind of results you want from either of those things you're looking at or working on until you're all in on one of them. And so if any of these statements or something like it, right, that I'm afraid to really want anything because I might not get it, or I'm afraid I'll have to give something up. If either of those resonate with you, here's a question for you. If I asked you, do you want confusion and chaos or clarity? Everybody I've asked that question to so far has answered clarity. So you do know what you want. And if you're willing to maybe work with a coach or a mentor or an advisor and to go down that path and really be honest with yourself, because sometimes when we make choices about the things we want, there will be consequences, right? My husband didn't like it when I first said I wanted to go into coaching. He didn't understand it. There was a consequence to me choosing that, that we had to work through some conflict about the career change. Not that he, he's never stopped me from doing anything I want to do. 
and it put some pressure on a relationship because he didn't understand what I was doing or why I was doing it. He eventually came around because he's an open-minded, wonderful guy, and it still put some pressure on us to, to do that. And I know so many people who will avoid putting any kind of pressure on their relationship by making a change, right? Whether it's their family's expectations of them or their partners. And so if you're afraid of giving something up, maybe it's the peace in your relationship. Um, I'm going to say to you that peace maybe isn't real, right? Because a healthy relationship can withstand you becoming more of you. Anyway, so I digress. Let me get back to uh, the five points for manifesting. Decide what you want, dream big, allow yourself to want it. Now, if you're struggling with any of those statements about, you know, I have fear about wanting something, then go to step two. Step two is deal with your limitations, especially any conflicting stories you have that will cause you to sabotage the results you want. If deep down inside, you believe you are not worthy or what you want isn't possible for you, you won't be able to manifest it. Okay, remember manifesting is to make it real. It's not just to imagine it to be real. Number three, act as if. Start telling yourself the story as if it's already true. I like time traveling into the future and telling the story from there as though it's already happened, as though the thing I've already want has already been created. And then I go back and fill in the story of how it happened. Kind of like a movie that has that dramatic opening scene and then flashes back to 72 hours earlier or three years earlier to show how the events came to pass. Like that. Try that for yourself. Act as if it's already happened and time travel into the future and tell yourself that story. Number four on my tips for manifesting, for making real your dreams and goals, stay grounded and vibe high. Now to stay grounded means that you anchor yourself in your dreams with daily reminders. You might be able to hear the dog barking. I think my, my family members just came home. So you anchor yourself to your dreams with daily reminders. Concrete reminders will help you keep your eye on the prize. Now I have post-it notes all over my house. I also have crystals and polished stones with words like create and abundance stamped on them, hidden in purses, pockets, and drawers all over the place. And I come across them from time to time and they remind me to stay grounded and rooted in the things that I'm creating. And when I start, when I stop noticing the post-it notes rather, I move them because after a while you'll stop noticing. So I'll move them around or I'll change them or I'll make new ones. Stay anchored uh, with anchors, literally anchors that remind you to stay connected to your dream. Sometimes I make vision boards um, or I print off an image, then I put them on the wall near my desk or somewhere where I'm going to see it regularly, the back of the bathroom door or something like that. And the anchors help me to stay rooted in my dreams. To vibe high, you need to meditate and practice mental fitness daily. This will help you to strengthen your positive intelligence, that area of your brain, the right brain actually, where your creativity, innovation, imagination, intuition, motivation, and empathy for yourself and others resides. Now, from that place, when you're in that most creative space, will help you to really envision and make your dreams real because you're being creative and innovative and you're accessing that part of your brain. Now, if you 
Also, make your story about how things will be as a part of your daily meditation. That will take you far as well because you're always holding it close. And when you tell yourself the story about how things are going to go, you will want to confirm that for yourself by the actions you take. It's a little trick called confirmation bias. When we tell ourselves a story about how things are going to go, our brain will play along and do the things needed to be done to make that happen. Okay. And then number five is GoPro. Do the work. Display the outcomes you want. Right? Display them. Like to manifest is to display or to show or to make real. So display those outcomes you want by taking the actions that make them happen. Make them palpable. Make them real. Do the things necessary to manifest the outcome you want. This means doing steps one through four regularly, as well as the actions required to move the needle on the outcomes that you want to see manifest, right? Remember, manifest is to make real. Now, here's to you manifesting your stellar life. Take those five steps regularly. Decide what you want. Dream big. If you need help getting clear on that or releasing the limitations, get a coach. Talk to a coach. That's what we do. We can help. Deal with those limitations, especially the the self-sabotaging ones. Well, all limitations are self-sabotaging, so deal with them. Number three, act as if it's already happened. Tell yourself the story that this is a foregone conclusion. There is nothing going to stop you, which means you have to be really clear in step one that the thing you're choosing to manifest is absolutely something you are willing to do anything to make it happen. Stay grounded vibe high, have a daily practice and have rituals around your dreams and goals and daily practices for your mental fitness and your mindfulness. And then go pro, be a pro, whatever it is you're doing, whether it's running a business, writing a book, whatever it is, act like you're a pro. And that's it, my friends. I hope that today's episode has helped you to view the idea of manifesting in a slightly different way. It's not magical thinking. It's available to everyone. If you want to make something real, you've manifested it. In fact, look around you right now. Everything you have, everything you've created, you have manifest that. Everything you see, you see it because you manifested it. Okay? There's nothing magical about it. Well, there is, but... You know, it doesn't have to be this magical thing out of your control. You did it. So here's to you manifesting your stellar life, because when you do, you will inspire others to do the same. And together we will make the world a better place. See you next time on the Stellar Life Project podcast.